0: And welcome to the Rocky Mountain Review, your news talk show here on KCSU Fort Collins. I am one of your hosts, Emily Moshek, joined in studio by my co-host.
1: Oh, howdy, howdy, it's me, J.D. Layton.
0: As well as our lovely team of reporters. Allison Dockett.
2: Katie Otter.
1: And Maximus Hunter.
0: We have an exciting show for you today filled with local and national news as well as discussions about Fort Collins terrible parking, who doesn't love to get angry about that, (laughs) and a new credit card versus cash issue in restaurants. But in the meantime, we're going to start off with your local Fort Collins news.
3: Hello, my name is Maximus Hunter and this is your local newscast on the Rocky Mountain Review. Stay tuned here at 90.5 KCSU. Protesters gathered outside of Senator Cory Gardner's Fort Collins office yesterday, rallying against the national emergency. The president declared this emergency of illegal immigration, once again proposing a wall to solve the issue. The protesters were there to sway the senator to stand against the president and decry a wall. The official statement from Senator Gardner's office at this time is, quote, I'm currently reviewing the authorities the administration is using to declare a national emergency, unquote. The Coloradoans' Nick Coltrane reports. Colorado Governor Jared Polis and Attorney General Phil Weiser have officially agreed to be a part of the Californian government's effort to legally challenge the emergency. Their reasoning is that a wall diverts money and attention from important projects in Colorado. Protesters hope to get Cory Gardner to do the same. This protest was one of many occurring all over the country right now. Pooter School District has released its designs for two new middle school-slash-high schools planned to open in 2022. Both schools will have two floors and athletic stadiums. The Prospect Road Stadium seating 4,000, and the Wellington Road Stadium will seat 2,500. Both schools have internal courtyards. These plans were designed by the school district, working along with R&B Plus B Architects Incorporated, according to the Coloradoans' Kelly Reagan. The builders will be Adolphson and Peterson Construction, who have the lowest fee for all the projects, which includes a future elementary school to be finished in 2021. Voters in 2016 approved a $375 million bond to fund these three schools. The plans will be subject to public input before being approved. The plans for the elementary school should be coming shortly. The Rocky Mountain Raptor program intake uh, of new birds of prey set a record high in 2018. At 338, the program, located in a warehouse in Fort Collins, has taken in almost 100 birds more than they did at their inception in 2011. The Rocky Mountain Raptor program is a trauma center for birds of prey in need of serious treatment. Raptors end up there after encounters with cars, barbed wires, wind turbines, West Nile, and the bird flu. Staff are on call and attempt to treat the bird within 96 hours, and if they can make it past that, they are usually considered treatable in the long term. Out of the 338 birds rescued last year, 119 were treatable, and of that 119, about 77% survived. The staff gets most of their budget from donations and some from the Migratory Bird Act. However, recently the payments from that statute have been dwindling as the amount of birds rise, the Colorado and J.C. Marmaduke reports. The law, which allows for persecution against the killing of a bird, previously had been a source of income for the raptor program. Now, however, the current administration's interpretation of the law only protects birds killed intentionally. The settlements for accidental killings of raptors have stopped, and the program fears for its future. Cara Navia, the raptor program's executive director, believes that they can only succeed as long as America values its environmental stewardship. Colorado Bill HB19-1039 passed the House of Representatives today and was renamed Jude's Law. Jude's Law is a transgender rights law which allows transgender persons to officially update their gender on their birth certificate or other ID documents in the state of Colorado. This step in transgender rights will allow people to live by the preferred gender in the legal system. You can also indicate X instead of male or female. This law would have never come into being if it weren't for its namesake jude a transgender girl who had been testifying for the last four years since she was eight north 40 news's cynthia wilson reports jude's law will be moving on to the state senate for the final moments or motions of its confirmation process that has been your local news on the rocky mountain review i'm maximus hunter stay tuned to 90.5 kcsu
1: and thanks for listening now i don't know about y'all but I, like many other Coloradans, I would consider myself a bit of a 14er addict. I love to climb them, and I think they're a ton of fun. But uh, I've heard that some CSU students have taken it to the next level.
0: Yes, some CSU students have recently climbed Mount Denali, and our friends at CTV, including News, Directo, Mar- News Director Marlo Lundak, are here with the scoop.
2: McCulloch?
4: They may look like average students, but these four friends are avid mountaineers. After meeting through CSU's outdoor program and becoming familiar with Colorado's terrain, they set a goal to climb Denali, the tallest mountain in North America.
1: Actually, Zach and I were living together at the time over the summer after uh, my freshman year. And I remember it happened. like I was at home on the couch and he came in and he said, Andrew, I'm thinking about climbing Denali. And I said, I've been thinking about the same thing. And so ever since then, from that time in, like, I don't know, July or whatever it was, we just had this idea. It was like, all right, what is it going to take to get us from where we are now to actually climbing Denali?
4: The road to Denali has proven tough. Mountaineering to this degree requires a lot of learning.
1: You have to learn gla- glacier travel, rescue. You've got to be able to figure out all of your food and fuel systems. Um, you have to be in super good shape. Um, there's just a literally years of stuff that you've got to learn and we've had to kind of compress it all into two years to really try to figure it all out.
4: With guidance from the advisor at the outdoor club, who has climbed Denali three times, the group kept climbing and traveling to ensure their abilities both physically and as a team. The outdoor program hosted a trip to Ecuador allowing students to climb volcanoes, one of them higher than Denali itself.
1: We kept climbing mountains, we went to Ecuador, we had success there except Jimmy, but we're not worried about Jimmy. And then we all went to Mount Rainier in August, got a successful summit. And since then, we were, we've known that we've followed the right trajectory, so we've been seriously planning and getting ready for this May.
4: Denali stands at an elevation of 20,310. Compared to Horsetooth, Denali is just over 13,000 feet higher and is still 6,000 feet higher than Long's Peak. Temperatures on Denali can reach lows of negative 40. The group says equipment is key.
2: Basically, the best thing you can do to prepare yourself for that is to just bring the right equipment. And so that's a huge part of like what we haven't really mentioned yet, of the planning process, is acquiring all of that equipment.
4: Summiting Denali is the ultimate goal for this trip, but is by no means a guarantee for the group. However, if their climb is successful, they are already making future plans.
1: We all want to climb any of the 14 tallest and nepal or or pakistan whatever there are many more climbs to be had
0: and welcome back to the rocky mountain review your news talk show here on kcsu fort collins i'm your host emily moshak joined in studio by my co-host
1: howdy howdy that's me jd layton
0: and our team of reporters allison tackett katie otter
1: and Maximus Hunter.
0: That last piece was from our CTV friend, News Directo. My can't. I keep saying that because of her name, because her name Marlo. is Marlowe. I just want to say News Directo. It's just the O. Sorry, Marlo, your name is so complicated. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> but that was a piece from our news director, Marlo Lundak, on the CSU team, who earlier we mistakenly said climbed Mount Denali, but I think they are planning on...
1: Yeah, they are planning to summit. That was our our mistake. And they and it seems like they're planning on trying to summit the uh, additional mountains in Pakistan, the fourteen highest, as well as Nepal. That's pretty impressive.
0: I know. I, I uh, haven't even made it to the treadmill in like a month, and they're <laughs> out here climbing mountains in Pakistan. So, well, wait a minute make me look bad guys (laughs) just kidding but speaking of things that are kind of making people look bad the parking meters in fort collins particularly around the college and laurel area are making a lot of people angry including the cold stone business so angry in fact that they have moved locations all the way over to the campus west area we'll have a discussion on that coming up over the break you're listening to the rocky mountain review on 90.5 kcsu fort collins Welcome back to the Rocky Mountain Review, your news talk show here on KCSU Fort Collins. I'm your host, Emily Moshek, joined in studio by my co-host.
1: That's me, J.D. Leighton.
0: Indeed. And our reporters. Allison Tackett.
2: Katie Otter.
3: And Maximus Hunter.
0: And we have a discussion about Fort Collins parking today, specifically the parking right behind Chipotle near Alley Cat off of Laurel at the intersection of College. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, then you can check out an article if you would like on the Coloradoan who we love to have in our news reports a lot, and they'll explain the situation a little deeper. But we're going to discuss that with you here today. And if you want to join in on the discussion, you can text or call us at 970-491-5278. That's 970-491-KCSU.
1: And guess what? If you don't want to call or text, We've got an even better option now.
0: We do. We are live tweeting our shows now every single Tuesday and Thursday from 4 to 5 p.m. And you can follow that by giving us a little follow on our Twitter, which is just at KCSUFM. Simple as that.
1: Now, I don't know about y'all, but I'm super bummed out the Cold Stone moved. Because that means in the process of it moving, there's no Cold Stone. That's true. How am I supposed to get
0: my ice cream fix? I don't know. Go to King Supers, I guess. No. (laughs) <laughs> is that what your walrus? go-to uh, walrus personally okay i feel like i'm about to get a little heated but oh, I, i'm so sorry I, well not heated but i mean i don't want to offend anyone but i tried walrus ice cream once and i got a chai flavor and i couldn't taste anything and i don't know if my taste, my taste buds aren't messed up because i eat a lot but <laughs> i don't know i was not as satisfied
2: I actually have never tried walrus.
1: Churn's but. a pretty good alternative. That's new, but
0: ah.
1: that's uh that's neither here nor there. The discussion parking, is in yes, Coldstone. we are
0: getting off track with our <laughs> ice cream fantasies. Anyway, so. Yes, but anyway, the main issue is so this parking lot. If you aren't aware, on College and Laurel, that intersection behind Chipotle is a very tiny parking lot that is very hard to get in and out of, particularly if you have a large car or a truck. Not well, speaking you want from to experience.
3: Park for only 10 minutes and not pay all three exactly. of those spots are right by the road. Yes.
0: They recently installed parking meters. So now you have to pay, which is upsetting a lot of people because if you want to go in for ice cream, which takes only five minutes, you still have to pay. Like, I think it's like there's probably a minimum charge of a.
1: I think it's like a buck or something. Yeah, like a dollar that.
0: or something to go get ice cream. And so it's upset Coldstone because one, a lot of people either weren't going into Cold Stone because they didn't want to pay for parking, or there were others who refused to pay the meter, got towed in the midst of eating ice cream with their families, and then vowed never to eat at Cold Stone again, which was something that was featured in the Colorado Wind article. A lot of customers were complaining because their cars were getting ticketed and towed in this lot since the parking meters were up. They used to not be up. I think they came up like, two years ago, I want to say, a year or yeah, two I ago. Yeah, I
2: remember like my freshman, sophomore year, there was no parking meters there. And then one day, out of the blue, off to go get there. Chipotle, and you have to pay to park.
3: When you think it's hard pulling in and out of that lot now, wait till there's a tow truck in there.
2: Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, there's sometimes a tow truck that just likes to hang out in the corner of that lot. Very intimidating.
0: It is. There, reminds They're, me of yeah.
2: Chicago a little bit.
0: <laughs> it really is, though, and it's just difficult, too, because... You don't want to pay for parking, like on top of the fact that you're already paying 10 bucks for Chipotle or 5 bucks for a cold stone ice cream. Right. Now you have to pay an extra dollar to park at something that's only going to take you 10 minutes. They have to-go spots, but like you said, Max, there's only three of them. They're usually filled up. And they're so, right on the edge. Yeah, they're right on the edge, right by Laurel, which is a busy street, and it's right by the left turn lane as well, so it's usually pretty packed. This parking lot is basically a train wreck. <laughs> <That's
2: right. laughs> the pedestrian traffic, too, is heavy on that corner. And the, yeah. these to go spots are like right next to the sidewalk. I always freak out that I'm going to hit somebody. And I don't know. Not a fan.
0: Yeah, I agree. But so it was clearly terrible enough that Coldstone has decided to move to Campus West. But they have been like
1: moving for about moving a year, about a
0: year. Oh, wow. they're like they have their Coldstone sticker on the campus west spot right by like fuzzies and the starbucks on elizabethan city park and it still has not appeared
1: yeah that's not a fun spot to park either i don't know if y'all have ever tried to it's snag a spot so it is not it is not easy
3: it's not on, on the same level oh no definitely not as bad. So that, that parking lot is always full i live right there it's always, always full. full yeah but there's plenty of parking lots within walking distance
0: and it's free, at least. Yes. I think that's what... Like, that parking lot by the original Cold Stone sucks anyway, but the fact that they're trying to make us pay... And it's not Cold Stone either. That's the city, I think, that put all those yeah, there. Yeah, no.
3: Cold Stone very specifically stated that people were blaming them for the parking situation when, in fact, they had no control over
0: it. Yeah. I think people... I don't know what the deal was here. I'm going to look...
1: The, Keep- city, the city with parking is always always interesting because the uh, the parking garage is an old town they recently changed the setup for that to yeah be more eco-friendly and i believe in the process the price for parking has increased
0: oh yeah i don't i don't know but
1: as well as a new system for yeah. it as well which is they, pretty
0: yeah Sorry. I didn't know you we were done. No. No. <laughs> for you just, up on you just slammed still. her hand, oh. so I got scared. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> this is like the second time this has happened. I do this gesture all the time. I know, but
0: <laughs> it's really loud and aggressive, I, I, and it uh, freaks me out. He
3: talks with his hands a lot. You can't hear it, but he does.
1: No, it's he true. does. If you tune in on the live stream, you can see that I'm animated.
0: Secret about J.D. Hashtag Rocky Mountain Review secret
5: <laughs> I did see though on the Colorado end that they did say that the foot traffic will be much better and I do agree like I know that I have a lot of friends personally that live right over there including myself so I think that that'll help it out like a lot
1: oh yeah I mean I I just stopped driving over there because it's such a pain so yeah. I just I just walk but I always have I've been so close to getting hit so many times especially by the tow truck the tow truck <laughs> is the most dangerous thing in that They're roofless. I it's can't delicious. even yeah. it's sit hard, it I can't even <laughs> believe that it fits in there. The lot's not even that big. It's, like, it's maybe the length of three cars.
0: It's really small. I mean, my roommate has a truck, and we've gotten stuck in there multiple <laughs> times. Because when it's, like, fine when you pull in, and it's a little empty, but then all the cars pack in around you, and you, it's, you really can't get out.
1: It's true. It's a nightmare.
3: I'm not condoning my own actions here, but uh, sometimes, theoretically, there's another lot around back of there that uh, if you pull in, you can walk over to Chipotle
0: if that's a lot I'm thinking of, though, they check parking there, too. They Saying take I a I don't heap. condone my own that, actions. That's, but uh, just, uh, it's a risk. A district. It's a risk you're taking, though. Definitely. Yes. But um, Heather Peck, who is she is part of the group that manages all the lots in that college and Laurel area, and she said the reason they added the parking meters in the first place because they thought the property was run down and attracting, quote, negative behavior Before, it was purchased by them. And then she said they felt that they had to take action against this behavior by installing parking meters. I don't know what they mean by... I guess, yeah, that, that just I guess makes that's me... discouraging college students from hanging around there. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I guess... mean by negative behavior. Yeah, we're just negative, <laughs> negative behavior. Well, that
1: always makes me think, because that's right by the Alley cat, and that always attracts some interesting characters, so that might be what they're referencing.
0: Those people are there anyway, though. Yeah, it's like,
1: true. You're not going to be able to get rid of them with a like the parking meter.
0: No, like, they just walk hang they're out. They're just there. They're mm-hmm. just there. They're, like, out there all the time. I don't know. I guess I could see, like... Before having to pay for parking, like, sometimes my roommates and I, especially in the summer, warmer months, we'd go get Cold Stone, eat in our cars, like, sit in the bed of our truck, like, just hang out, and whatever, it's fun, stop judging me, but (laughs) (laughs) it's fun, you try it. There's
1: no judgment, I was just looking at you.
0: That's a judgmental look. (laughs) Hashtag judgment. (laughs) I'm excited about our new Twitter, guys, I need to stop, but anyway... It's just, I don't know. Like, I can see why, but I think ultimately it's really annoying and it's driving away business, clearly, if Coldstone is big enough to move. Yeah, that's a pretty
3: serious consequence. I want ice cream.
0: I know. (laughs) Well, it makes me wonder, like, how will Chipotle do? Because I feel like Alley Cat is near there, but they have that back street. I think it's Myrtle with a lot of open parking right next to it that you can still use. Whereas Chipotle is kind of right in the intersection. Like, there's not really close parking. I'll Chipotle that has lot. the
3: the brand name. You know they're gonna get foot traffic no matter what. Uh, pizza Rev, which is also right there,
5: oh, is yeah. amazing.
3: Really underrated, but uh, that that's that, like that Chipotle me. for
1: pizza, B- exactly.
5: but
3: and beer. Oh. Beer. There's so the Chipotle of beers too. They have such a selection.
0: Interesting, huh? Yeah, I don't know. I guess, yeah, you're right. It's such a busy area. I don't think. Especially with Chipotle is more food. Like ice cream is kind of a very, especially in the winter, more of a
3: And we're on a college campus. Everyone's always going to watch Chipotle all the time.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: Burritos are just fun.
0: I know. (laughs) Yeah. But overall, I guess I think the parking meters were probably a more negative decision just by seeing that Cold Stone decided to move.
1: Yeah, well, it's clear that it's just driving away business because it's, you know, it's more expensive. You don't want to pay... $19 for your $10 ice cream.
4: Exactly.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it is. I'm just the risk of getting towed because I know multiple people that have gotten towed and getting this towed sounds bad, not but Awful. it's so bad, but they will tow like immediately. Like they don't even give you a second to yeah, it's
2: like a,
1: a, think a about vulture. it. The tow truck is just hanging out on top of the building with binoculars waiting <laughs> for its next prey. <laughs>
2: I know. I know. It really is. In Chicago, there's this towing company in this neighborhood called Lincoln Park. And they're nicknamed the Lincoln Park Pirates, because <laughs> they're just like that, you know they're they're like vultures to cars that are you know a minute past the meter. oof, bam, three hundred dollar
0: towing fee, oh my, oh my goodness, wow, well, we imagine. need a name. what's the, Fort Collins?
3: Totastrophe. Uh,
0: Totastrophe. (laughs) Oh my goodness. That's not bad. All right. Well, if you want to chime in on this discussion, dear listener, or add your own creative name for our lovely looters. Ooh, okay, see another good one for our Fort Collins towing service and no (laughs) anti-badness on you tow people. You're doing your jobs. Love you guys. Just please don't tow our cars. We're just trying to get ice cream. (laughs) Anyway, give us a call. Send us a text at 970-491-5278. That's 970-491-KCSU. We're going to take a quick break, but stay tuned because we've got sports, a fantastic music review, and some interesting national news coming up next. Only on the Rocky Mountain Review. You're listening to 90.5 KCSU, Fort Collins. And welcome back to the Rocky Mountain Review, your news talk show here at KCSU Fort Collins. I'm your host, Emily Moshak, joined in studio by my co-host.
1: I'm J.D. Layton.
0: And our reporters. Allison Tockett. Katie Otter.
3: And Maximus Hunter.
0: You just heard a lovely music review by our local music director, Mia Sawaya, and her local music director mentors or mentees, Men- whatever, mentees, whatever yeah. we call them, <laughs> <laughs> Max Carter and Piper Davis, and they did that on Glissline, which is a new EDM electronic artist here in the local, in the Colorado area.
1: Yeah, it certainly uh, felt very vibey and uh, uh, acidy, for lack of a better term. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but to each their own. It's not my style, but I certainly appreciate learning a little little about
0: that. Yeah, I could, I could see it if I was feeling the mood, like some vibing out on a, you know, Saturday night, or actually probably not Saturday night. I'm not usually vibing on the weekends. I'm, 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 I'm out you're of the a, town.
1: You're a Thursday viber.
0: Yeah, Thursday, <laughs> Thursday viber. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, enough about my weird personal life. It's fine. Our sports director, Ray McGowan, was in Seattle, which we didn't he's know. He's not in
1: Seattle. He's in Oregon. Oregon.
0: See, okay, this is, a, okay, this is my fault. We're he's bad at communicating with our fellow coworkers and friends. But So we were going to have a sports update, but then Ray had to go to Oregon. So, and none of us know anything about sports. So we're going to skip our sports segment today, unless you, lovely listener, have some cool sports facts that you want to text us at 970-491-KCSU. We'd love to hear from you.
1: Or you could always tweet us.
0: Yes, tweet us at our new Twitter account, KCSU FM. We're also live tweeting the show. So if you miss anything and want to see what we've been up to, check us out there or on our podcast at kcsufm.com or later tonight between 11 to 12, we yeah. will be re airing the show on 90.5 KCSU.
1: And uh, eventually we'll get to the point where we just send you the scripts of the show directly to your home.
0: Exactly. There's no escaping us, We're
1: everywhere. I
0: know. You're stuck with us. You're stuck with us. (laughs) But with all that craziness, we're going to turn to Allison for our national newscast.
5: This is Allison Tackett with your daily national news. According to U.S. News, Bernie Sanders' 2016 presidential campaign changed the demographic landscape and made him a household name among modern progressives. He announced he is mounting a second bid for the Oval Office. The 77-year-old independent senator from Vermont announced today that he will make a run for the White House, joining an already crowded field seeking the Democratic presidential presidential nomination. Sanders came up short in his campaign against Hillary Clinton for the 2016 Democratic Party's endorsement. This time Sanders says his bid is about transformation and he urged his Americans to join his unprecedented grassroots campaign. According to U.S. News, Facebook has announced it will explore removing content from its site that promotes conspiracies about vaccinations. The social media giant told Bloomberg that it will look into removing false and misleading information on vaccines from software systems that recommend related content on the site. Content spreading false information or discouraging people from getting their children vaccinated has gone viral on Facebook, especially within groups created on the platform. The misinformation campaign has become severe enough for one lawmaker to write to Facebook founder Mark Zuckerberg, recommends including groups you should join and demoting it in search results, which also ensure the higher quality and more authoritative information is available. According to Fox News, a Virginia woman hid her mother's decomposing body inside their home for weeks, covering the corpse with dozens of blankets and surrounding it with air fresheners to mask the smell, authorities said. Joe Whitley Outland, 55, was charged last week with a felony of... Con- <laughs> I can't even read my own right typing here. Concealment of Concealing a Concealing a body. There we go. Perfect. <laughs> you got it. Okay. <laughs> Bristol Police Detective Steve Crawford said the investigation began Monday when Outland's relatives were concerned about the welfare of her mother, Rosemary Outland. Investigators believe Rose, Rosemary Outland, 78 years old, died in late December. Crawford said authorities discovered the body propped up in a chair covered with more than 50 blankets and pieces of clothing and more than 60 air fresheners. He said medical examinators will confirm the identification and cause of death as soon as possible. According to Fox 35 News, a Florida man was left paralyzed after he was shot three times by, a, by at least two teenagers who crashed a party he was hosting for his children and they were refused to leave, officials said. County Sheriff's Office said 47-year-old Joel Tatarin was throwing a party in his Oak Hill home on Sunday for his high school-aged children when four juveniles showed up uninvited. When they were told to leave, one of the juveniles refused and caused an altercation. During the confrontation, a gun was pulled out, shots were fired, and Tatarin was, was shot in the neck. Family members told Fox 35 that the gunshots went into the left side of Tatarin's neck, through his spinal column in the vertebrae and out of his right shoulder. Doctors said, doctors said that the shootings left him paralyzed. Thank you for listening to your daily national news on 90.5 KCSU, Fort Collins.
1: Okay, those last two stories were <laughs> a wild ride start to finish. I wasn't even able to relax. Just always a roller coaster of emotion. First off, why did the lady not report that her mother was dead?
0: I think like, she was a little crazy.
1: Well, yeah. wait, did she?
0: She didn't murder her. No, 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 range. no. She no?
1: I, she probably was just elderly and passed away like that. Mm-hmm. But to just cover her in blankets and then surround her with air fresheners, mm-hmm. you can't forbreeze a
0: dead body away. <laughs> I don't know. According to the commercials, it gets rid of any odor. So. I have heard of people
2: <laughs> like hanging on to their family members' bodies in their homes. Well, that for is a years. thing,
0: in a less creepy way. I forget what country it is, but I saw a documentary, I think on National Geographic. In some cultures, it is customary to, like, after they're dead, dress the body up in a, and then position them, like, if they love to play guitar, you'd position them playing guitar. Or if they would like to sit on the porch, you'd put them on the porch and have them around your house like that for, I think, a few months until they felt that the soul... Had gone to heaven, yeah. right? But this That's is a
1: this is in Virginia.
0: Oh yes, no, this is not related <laughs> to that no, at all. That. But that does happen, like so. It's not totally unheard of. It's strange but.
1: for us. I, I'm, I'm flabbergasted. And then that poor Florida man. I oh, know. He's just That's trying to have a party boy. for his kids, and then he gets shot and paralyzed. That's horrible. That's a terrible, terrible thing. <sighs>
0: I agree. It is. It is unfortunate, and it does. Definitely bring more attention to the continuing incidents of gun violence, especially after Aurora um, in Chicago that we've been hearing about this weekend. So it is extremely unfortunate. But I guess it's good that we are talking about it and hopefully able to take action in in the future. We shall see. We're going to take a quick little break anyway. But don't go too far because we have a special original piece by my co-host, J.D., about cashless or credit card or no cashless or credit card only restaurants
1: right but you'll have to tune in and listen to hear the entire dealio upon that
0: <laughs> only here on the Rocky mountain review you're listening to 90.5 kcsu fort collins
1: kcsu was supported by crazy carl's pizza crazy carl's offers wings beer pizza and more to the foco area at both their timberline and campus west locations Orders can be placed online, over the phone, and in person. For more information on weekly specials, go to crazycarlspizza.com. That's K-R-A-Z-Y-K-A-R-L-S-P-I-Z-Z-A.com. KCSU thanks Crazy Carl's Pizza for their underwriting support.
4: The Fort Collins Rotaract Club is a rotary-sponsored volunteer and service organization for young men and women ages 18 to 30 within Colorado State University and the Fort Collins community. Our club addresses the physical and social needs of the local community and promotes international understanding and peace through the framework of friendship and service. Rotary's purpose is to provide the opportunity for Rotaractors to enhance the knowledge and skills that will assist them in personal development, to address the physical and social needs of their communities, and to promote better relations between all people worldwide. We thrive to abide by the Rotary's guiding principles of service, ethics, and goodwill. We meet every other Monday at 6 p.m. in the Lori Student Center, room 306. Contact focorotaract at gmail.com for more information.
1: A new trend is making its way through America's restaurants. More and more locations are opting to go cashless. According to 9 Denver News, cash use in restaurants is down from 70% in 2010 to just 19% now. You can even see the trends start to take place right here in Fort Collins with the remodeled McDonald's on Elizabeth. Its touchscreen ordering system begs for the use of card over cash for that quick extra convenience. However, they still do accept cash. The goal is to attract more millennial business and cut waiting times down, as well as decrease the risk of robbery. However, some people are arguing that going cashless is classist. In Philadelphia, the city council is proposing a bill to make these types of restaurants and businesses illegal. Because they discriminate against lower class consumers who depend on cash. Similar bills have been proposed in Washington, D.C., as well as New Jersey. What do you think on these cashless restaurants? Good for the community? Bad for the community? Call or text in for this Rocky Mountain Review Roundtable at 970 491 5278. Or hit us up on Twitter at KCSUFM.
0: Welcome back to the Rocky Mountain Review, and as my co-host J.D. said, we are having a discussion here on the show, and if you want to join in, give us a call or text at 970-491-5278.
1: Or hit us up on Twitter.
0: Twitter.
1: Yeah, I, I just think it's interesting because me personally, I like the idea of not paying cash. I don't really carry cash around in the first place. I never have. Not I'm just not that type of person. I'm always like... Boom, I'll swipe my card. I'm done. I don't really use Apple Pay or the uh, Google Wallet, um, which is – I know a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, I'm all about using my phone to pay for my my stuff.
0: I used to not be a cash kind of person until pretty recently when I spent – all of the money in my bank account <laughs> and i work as a waitress when i'm not being a on-air personality and <laughs> so i basically only have cash from that and my bank isn't up here in fort collins so i can't deposit it so lately i've been a cash only girl and that would actually be a problem for me now now that i'm thinking about it
1: yeah and i and it, honestly it it definitely targets people who don't have access to smartphones or uh, credit cards or debit cards or things like that. If you just live on cash payments, depending on whatever you do, I'm not really sure uh, what only pays in cash anymore. I actually I can't think of a job where I've ever been paid in cash. Other Sketchy than,
0: jobs. Well,
1: I I know some construction work is typically done in that way. Uh, babysitters. Summer. Babysitters.
0: Teachers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, a lot of
2: like under the table stuff teenagers do. Type things.
0: Yeah. Well, and then I guess also um, people who don't have as much money might not have as high of a chance of having a bank account or a debit card or a credit card. Right. Which is understandable. Although, on the flip side, even though I just said I am a cash-only girl as of now, <laughs> that's until I get to the bank. But I tend to have a, more problems with cash-only places, especially when I don't have cash on me and I'm just using my card. Yeah. This happens mm-hmm. to a lot to me at least in downtown denver i know voodoo donuts that for those of you who don't know it's like a donut shop that makes all these crazy flavors with like cereal and all this bacon bacon all this crazy stuff but they only take cash and they have an atm even in the store because i think a lot of people have issues with having cash on them all the time
1: right and it's uh personally i completely understand why restaurants would want to do it i believe the uh the owner of Tender Greens, one of uh, the businesses that's sort of pushing for this there, I think there's two in, uh, in Colorado, mm-hmm. is uh, – th- they're a, uh, a cashless restaurant and they – their whole goal is to try and decrease time. I think the uh, – according to Denver 9 News, they said it was like a 10% decrease in the wait time, which doesn't seem like it's that much, but – Honestly. When you're hungry
0: though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you're
1: hungry, any second that you're waiting for food is rough and it and it makes them more competitive because if you know you can get your food fast there, you may be more likely to go there. So That's true. I, I completely understand the business decision. As well as it takes cash away from the website or away from the site, so you can't get robbed necessarily. What are you gonna do? Hand them eight pennies that you found on the floor.
3: Oh, I didn't think of that. That's really smart. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that is I don't know, but hmm. Yeah, and I a, guess it does solve that problem.
2: A lot of places, I don't know, restaurants, but I know a lot of like um, stores and stuff are starting to take Venmo
0: <laughs> as payment. Oh, really?
2: That would yeah. be so convenient.
0: And now Venmo actually has a card. Oh.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, um, Venmo would be great because that's one thing, you know, it's on your phone. You can transfer to and from your bank account so easily. And you don't and, even need to
3: have a bank account, you can just have a Venmo account. That's right. true,
0: that's true. And that's super nice. Especially I like if I forget my wallet at home, like wallet I've forgotten at home transferring transferring between like my purse and my backpack or stuff like that. But I always have my phone on me no matter what. So that is definitely at least for me, the most reliable backup. But again, that kinda of goes back to the classes issue as not everyone does have smartphones.
3: Yeah, this seems like it could be a, a a great thing for the future, but right now it does seem like there's a definite group of
1: people that gets cut out of, you know, cashless restaurants. Right. Yeah, it it like directly targets sort of underprivileged people. Is, yeah. Is the biggest uh, component of it because like businesses aren't aren't necessarily like thinking about that. They're not doing it directly to be like, oh, we don't want these people's money because obviously their business. Everybody loves getting money as a business.
3: Or just in general. Yeah, exactly. It's,
1: <laughs> it's pretty lovely. Um, but, like, think about you're a small business owner, and it's difficult for you to keep tabs on cash. So what do you do? You get, like, a square card, and you use your phone as the as the register. How many times have you gone to, like, a farmer's market here in Fort Collins or something like that where you don't even see them take cash? They just take a card. Yeah. Some, yeah. some people
3: don't even have registers. They'll just use your, their phones now. Like, mm-hmm. you go to the Apple store. I don't think they take cash at the Apple store.
0: Yeah, I don't think that they do uh, either. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess with larger purchases like that, like everything you buy it.
3: I'm going to buy my laptop in pennies, and I'm going to make them wait (laughs) while I count (laughs) them out. (laughs)
0: Exactly, exactly. But, yeah, I don't know. I can – one thing, though, like with the time issue regarding, like, how it takes longer to, you know, get your cash out and then try to put it back in your purse and all your change, at least for now, maybe it'll be different in the future. But with things like Apple Pay – and I've personally seen this with my mother, I love my mother, but the process it takes for her to say, do you guys have Apple Pay? And for them to be like, wait, uh, maybe, I think so. I don't know, you can try it out. Yeah, like pull it open, I don't know, blah, 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 all that, it takes probably longer than it would to get cash in and out of your purse. So I don't know if moving, like maybe just credit cards, but moving to something new like phone apps, especially when some people have Androids and some people have Apple, I think that would be even worse than having cash. Yeah, but that's
1: that's a really big push. I have friends who only use their phone to pay for purchases. They don't bring cash, they don't bring their wallets, they just use their phone to pay. Really? Boom, you tap it, NFC payment, done. Almost everywhere has it. If you've noticed over the past, you know, 3 years, almost all businesses have started getting new registers that allow NFC purchases because it's a big trend.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Some yeah. people still really don't trust it though.
1: Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I my mother Lord, bless her soul. She would never do that. All she she loves cash. Cash is her favorite mm. thing. She loves to pay with cash because it makes the people that she's engaging with talk with her because they have to figure out how to count the cash.
0: Oh, Sweet.
5: Is your mom okay?
1: She's an interesting human. I like, do but I, I need to go to hang depth.
5: out with her? Oh. <laughs> but I would have to like say about like the older generation. Like that would be hard because I know like my grandparents they don't even have like a smartphone so they would be like uh wait what you can't can't take cash like I don't know I feel like it would be very hard for like the older generation to pay for certain things
1: yeah I certainly see this as an evolution of uh, how many times you go to a restaurant you see no checks allowed yeah Yeah. that's true it's just an evolution of that
0: yeah well we did get a text in from a listener that was from an article referencing the 10 dirtiest things you touch every day And money is number one dirtier than than the dirtiest things you touch every day. Money is number one ahead of a kitchen sponge, a toilet seat, your bathtub, and even your cell phone.
1: But your cell phone's number four, so it's still pretty dirty. Oh, yeah.
0: Your cell phone's still cell disgusting. Phones. But if we're looking at this from a health angle, it's kind of interesting. I mean, money is nasty.
1: Are we going to decrease the spread of disease by...
0: Well, maybe, especially with all those measles outbreak stuff, mm-hmm. all that jazz. Oof. I don't know.
1: My question is, is money dirtier
3: if it's obtained through, like, illegal ways?
0: In a different way. Is it dirty, dirty ha, money? Ha, Dirty, ha. dirty money. Hashtag dirty, dirty money. <laughs> Actually, I don't know if people should hashtag that. Don't hashtag that, guys. Don't hashtag that to kidding. us, please. Yeah, not that. But you can still follow us at KCSU <laughs> <laughs> FM. And you can tweet us there if you'd like to join in on the debate. Or you can give us a call or a text at 970-491-5278, 970-491-KCSU. We want to hear from you about whether you think we should be cashless or not. We're going to take a quick little break, but stay tuned because we'll be back with another change in the sort of food industry. King Supers is no longer open 24 hours, and we got the opinions of CSU students here on KCSU for Collins. <laughs> The King Supers on Taft Hill, a popular grocery store here in Fort Collins, has changed its hours from being open twenty four hours all day to closing at midnight and opening again at 5 a.m and for a town who has been known to have the munchies this could cause a few problems so i hit the lsc plaza to find out how other students felt about the change
2: i'm not super happy about it because a lot of times when
5: i get home from work really late Sometimes after midnight I like to stop at king supers and get a snack or a ready-made meal that I can eat for dinner. But now I won't be able to do that anymore because they will be closed. <laughs> I don't shop at king supers, so. Um,
2: I don't really care to be yeah, honest. It doesn't bother you? Yeah, it doesn't bother me.
0: Do you at all. usually shop there?
2: I do usually shop there, yeah. Um, but like I don't go there at like, you know, two or three o'clock in the morning, so right. It doesn't doesn't bother me at all. Uh, it hasn't really affected me, but I could see it affecting, like, future, like, realizing that I need something late at night and being, like... oh, well, it might not affect me completely, but I could see it affecting a lot of other people and probably some sometimes me in the future. I don't know, I feel like people like to do late night runs taking supers, maybe, so probably not good for some people.
1: <laughs> it has no effect on my life. I've been eating in the dorms all semester. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> yeah? Do you
0: think it could affect you guys when you're out of the dorms?
1: Probably not, because I try to go to bed before midnight every night anyway, so...
0: You are responsible. Oh my goodness, I'm
1: jealous. I think it's a pretty terrible move considering a lot of college kids have pretty wild schedules and sometimes you need to pick up a couple of snacks or maybe some groceries later at night. And me personally, I hate shopping when it's really busy, so... Maybe I wanna go at 11 o'clock when nobody's there and I can get all my grocery shopping done for the week in a nice, unstressed
5: manner.
0: So whether or not King Super's change of hours is gonna affect your late night shopping time, you should know that the store is no longer gonna be open all day and will be closing at midnight. Welcome back to the Rocky Mountain Review, your news talk show here on KCSU Fort Collins. I'm your host, Emily Moshak, joined in studio by my co host,
1: Howdy Howdy, that's me, JD Layton,
0: and our reporters, Allison Tackett, Katie Otter, and
1: Maximus Hunter.
0: And it sounds like to me that a surprising number of people that I interviewed about King Supers changing their hours from 24 hours to close didn't really care too much. There's actually a lot of people on campus who don't go to King Supers. Which was surprising to me because I end up there probably almost once a day for some reason or another.
1: Really? That's a lot of times <laughs> to go to King Supers. I feel like I'm there maybe once every week and a half. And I'm, it's every week and a half.
0: I definitely go at least every week. But then I usually, I don't know, like I realize I need to do laundry and I'm out of soap or blah, blah, blah. Like toilet paper's missing. Gotta go again.
3: And once you
1: got King's Rewards, it's not like you're not going to use your King's Rewards. It's true. That definitely does make you a... Uh, more avid user of it. And I, without that card, I probably wouldn't go there as much as I
0: did. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. One thing I think that's a little interesting, though, is, and maybe this might just be my a bias of mine, but with marijuana being legal here and us being a college town and college kids, I feel like the late night King Super scene was pretty popping. And maybe, maybe that is why they changed
5: it. <laughs> the <house.
0: laughs> maybe they didn't want to deal with all that.
3: They're just like, we don't need this business. It's not
0: worth it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe not. I don't know. It was a little scary to go into King Seepers after midnight. Not gonna lie. There was some there's a couple shady times characters. I was in there like one AM on a Saturday. It was weird.
1: <laughs> Discount Valentine's chocolate.
0: Holler. That's oh. true. That's that it
1: that that is a plus.
0: Yeah, that is a plus. But yeah, I had this issue the other day when I did you try and go? Well, I was kind of hoping because they had the lights on. So I was like, oh, my God, maybe they didn't change it. Like, maybe they listened to everyone. I don't know. But so I went because I wanted wings for cheap. And so we went to King Super la, 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 at 1230. And then there was a sign that was like, we are not open anymore. And so I had to go to Fat Jack. We literally reported not on good.
1: this. We, we know. I know,
0: but the lights are all on. Like, why do they have the lights on if it's closed? I'm pretty sure I learned about this from you, Emily. You did, but I had hope. Okay, I'm upset by the hours change. I'll admit it. And I had false hope that my dreams were still alive.
1: Well, I have something to fill you with some hope.
0: Yeah? What could that possibly be?
1: Oh, whether you believe it or not, it's time for weather.
0: Oh, weather. <laughs> weather? I so good. So, Snacks. I don't know if
1: you guys have known today, but it's been snowing off and on. Like, uh, it's not ready to commit to the weather. But Wednesday, that. I've got great news. <gasps> it's cl- a cloudless day. All sun. It'll be above freezing. Only 2 degrees, 34.
0: But oh, well, compared to what it has been, that's not that bad. It'll be I'll a, take it. a
1: pleasant summer day. I'll dust off my shorts. I'll be that guy cruising around campus like oh, that. Oh, God. And Thursday, well.
0: Shorts guys are the worst. <laughs> Hashtag
1: shorts guys. Thursday, you're going to have to tune on in. So uh, keep that dial locked to the Rocky Mountain Review. Only here on 90.5 KCSU for Collins.
0: Indeed. Well, that's all we have for the show today. But we want to thank many, many, many people. Oh, actually, just kidding. We got a text regarding our previous conversation about possibly going cashless in restaurants because money is dirtier than your cell phone. And this listener said, Just because something has lots of microbes and bacteria doesn't mean it's bad. Recent evidence suggests that a diverse microbial community in the gut is associated with good health. So I guess it's kind of like when you eat dirt when you're a kid,
5: I and don't think then, it's the same thing. then
0: you have a better immune system. Like maybe if you handle money, you're immune to more microbes.
1: This I is think we a eat money. no. This no. is okay, a special alert from the the Rocky Mountain Review. Don't eat money. Don't eat money. It. Is not good for you.
0: No, but, I, you know, it builds up your immune system. No, and stronger. I understand
1: the point that the, this listener is making. Yes. Yeah, well, you want to build your resilience to various pathogens, bacterias, and things like that.
0: Yes, which is why, again, the whole cashless versus credit card issue definitely, I think, goes back more yeah. to the classism. But anyway, thank you, dear listener, for your comment. We always, always appreciate that. And if you missed that previous discussion, we'll have this up on KCSUFM.com and on the air again later tonight at 11. So be tuned for that. In the meantime, we want to thank our music director, Mia Sawaya, and her mentees, Max Carter and Piper Davis, for their lovely music segment. And then we also want to thank Marlo Lundak from CTV for her piece on the CSU students planning to climb Mount Denali. And I also want to thank our reporters, all you guys, for doing your great little reporting. We appreciate it. (laughs) And I want to thank you, JD, for being a darn good co-host.
1: You did not look at me with sincerity, but <laughs> oh, I want to thank oh. you for oh, being my a gosh. great host.
0: <sighs> Stressed. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Anyway, thank you all, everyone. And most of all, thank you, dear listener, for sticking with this informative and insane new show that we put on every Tuesday, Thursday. We'll be back on Thursday, so be sure to tune in at four. But until then, we have Lucid Intent by Rejoicer coming up next, only here on KCSU. Fort Collins.
5: This is a rebroadcast of the Rocky Mountain. Re-